0: I don't know if you going to hear me but i know you can what's going on everybody joseph and Tor back here on another wonderful spectacular moment courtesy of courtesy of anchor and still world champion world heavyweight champion that is you know it's amazing how huh? not many people survive uh, the pandemic a lot of them, a lot of people passed away. May they rest in peace in this caskets, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it's just a damn shame, it's the way life is. And uh, I believe that it'll be a better day for others. You know, I sort of agree with Elon Musk when he says uh, the, the older folks have to, they have to leave, they have to exit the earth. And a lot of new ones to continue. However, having said that, the older folks are the ones with the knowledge. These young kids that they, they don't they don't uh, understand. They cannot comprehend. They don't have, you know, the uh, the education, the uh, the discipline of what it takes to be a a human being and to be able to function in today's society. So it just sort of makes you think, you know? Case in point, you know, these wrestling podcasts. (laughs) I just saw one of these old podcasts I used to watch. He still says sausage. I was like, oh, no, he says sausage. As he, I think he's like in his 60s. I'm not sure. 50s, 60s, I don't know. The man says sausage. When something is common sense. I, I guess that's what he was saying. I did try to listen, but uh, I kind of checked out when he started talking like that because I'm like, wait a minute. Uh uh-uh. uh you know i just thought it was hilarious but no that's your thing man do your thing man that's what you do go ahead get paid get those followers those likes and whatever those 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 donations you know some people that's good i'm very happy for them that they're still surviving there's a lot of them that just disappeared they just fell off the earth i remember when i first came up with sandstorm 7 Sandstorm, uh, Sandstorm Chronicles. Someone stole my title on that one. And then there's another host that uh, I used to do uh, another podcast called Sandstorm Uncensored. They stole that too. Listen, I'm a nobody. At the end of the day, you know, it's I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I do not own anything. I, it's not licensed. I don't know, Jack, but evidently he must be, you know, I might, I might have certain certain things that some people just genuinely attracted to, you know, they just really like, like, look, this guy, you know, uh, just has some things, you just come and pick. So that's why I'm doing these podcasts, because I, you know, if you find something you like, just take it. You don't have to credit me later on. <laughs> you know who you are. And I get like I said, it's okay, you know, it's all right, man. You know, you know. It's funny because many years ago, I thought of creating this called this. uh, I actually I had this, this, this. uh, I was doing this podcast, and I almost changed the name to the minority minority uh, report, but I chose not to do it because it belonged to somebody else. Somebody else was using it already, so I was like, okay. Plus, they were talking about wrestling and stuff, and I couldn't. Plus it wasn't mine, it wasn't my uh, title, the Minority Report belonged to someone else, so and in reality they did a great job, I was very proud of them, so a whole bunch of characters, you know, the, the round table and stuff, that they, they did really, really good, I, I, was, I don't know what happened to it, I think they all just disbanded, It just up and fo- you know, disappeared, like a fart in the wind, it's just sad the way life is, you know what I'm saying? Case in point, Vince McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, my God. You guys want to know something? This is going to get really ugly. You know why? Because it's been ugly. For a lot of you guys that don't know jack about pro wrestling, that only see what you see on TV, and and, uh, and some of you, I love it. You know somebody, or you, or you interview one of the wrestlers, or one of the managers, or somebody in the business, and all of a sudden, you think you got everything figured out. Well, my friend, let me just remind you. Let me give you the heads up, okay? Aside from the fact that we already know what we are known, according to the news, on TV, etc. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is a... Uh, he's screwed. Because, aside from the fact that he's already being investigated and all that stuff, he's stepping down as a CEO, blah, blah, blah. The man is in deep shit. He is going... Where no well, where other men have gone before, such as Epstein and and uh, uh, Bill Cosby, etc. But here's the thing, though, with Vince, people think that Vince just did that. He just did a few of these ladies and stuff. This goes back to Mike McGurk, the ring uh, uh, announcer who used to work for WWF back in the '80s. You know, uh, she she pointed out some things. I believe she was raped in a minivan or one of the limos. So it's not, it's, there's nothing, this is nothing new, man. You know, if uh, (laughs) the ultimate warrior or Jim Helwig or ultimate warrior, as he was named at the end of his life, if he was still around, he'd be having a good time on this with this right now. He'd be having a great time because he would know like, okay, You know, shit's going down. It's not looking good. Vince is uh, running for the hills. Run to the hills. Run for your life. And and rightfully so, Vince. You know? All the shit you did to all these wrestlers. To Greg Valentine, Demolition. Uh... Coco Beware, Junkyard Dog, the shit you did to them, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, <clears throat> the Hebner Brothers, Sherry, even China. oh, and Nicole Bass, let's not forget Nicole Bass, there was a lot of shit going in behind that, uh, in that room, in that locker room, all that hazing they did to that poor woman before she died, how they made fun of her, and, and uh, there was all the sexualness, and misappropri- inappropriate behavior, everything. You know, the chick is coming home to roost, my man. And it's what it is, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes, you know, you live by the sword and you die by the sword. I, you know, I think Patterson might have, should have tipped him off before he passed away. Like, Vince, you better cut the bullshit. If they can come after billionaires for shit, shit they did 20, 30 years ago, what makes you think you're you're any exception to the rule? Sure, Vince McMahon knows that the FBI, he has connections with the CIA, you know. Prior to Owen Hart's deaths, uh, you know, untimely death, uh, Vince Vince has a lot of connections, but even his connections can can uh, cannot protect him from what's from what's about to happen to him, you know. Um, He's in deep shit. I wish uh, Jim Hellwood was around to say that. Oof, he would have like a whole, year, a whole hour plus of, uh, you know, shit that was, you know. Karma's coming to collect, Vince. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. And it's coming for you. It's coming for you, my man. You can't do shit like that and get away with the, you know, things just because you got money. Hush money. Listen, I guess those days—the days of hush money and just care—just take a couple of grand and walk away. Here's a couple of billion dollars. Walk away. Those days are gone. And it's just—it is what it is. It's just a sad state of affairs. You know what I mean? It's so sad because WWE was a family uh, show. It was a It was a soap opera for for the males, you know, who who wanted something, you know, to entertain them throughout the week and stuff and so on. But uh, some people just can't live in peace. They just got to have more, you know, just, you just got to have, it's just never enough. It's just never satisfied. Like, I want more. I want more. Yep. You know, I remember... The many times I met, uh, how many times, I don't know, I lost count how many times I've met Greg Valentine, Bill Edie uh, Barry Darso, even, uh, Sid, you know, Sid Justice, all these, uh, Crush, I don't know if his uh, Brianette, I don't know if that was his real last name, but whatever, all these guys that i met throughout the years, Marlena uh, Goldrust, oh my god I lost uh, Kenny, Kenny Doan I think it was the referee I met a few officials I saw uh, Tony Guerrilla how many times did I meet Tony Guerrilla with Jake the Snake Roberts you know um <sighs> I lost count I met so many people Over the years In person I'm not talking about Over the phone Or sign my autograph Please Fuck that You know Anyway But it was It was cool to just Be able to talk And say Hey how you doing You know I like like what you do And what happened How can you no longer Wrestling for WWE And a lot of times It was well Vince It was always Vince He ruined He destroyed He is the reason Why a lot of people Just You know Had a horrible Falling out I know it takes two. But when you're, you know, you're in charge of a billion-dollar company, you know, that that success goes to your head, man. You know? You start believing your own shit. And sadly, that's what happened here. You know? You know, uh, Mike McGurk, I believe she said it in an interview. She's the one that said it, that she was... uh, I think she was raped in the in the uh in the limousine by somebody and I don't know if it was Vince or not, but that I don't know who exactly did what. But this goes back. They used to have uh rumors that the fabulous mula uh had a lot to do with things too. She would pimp out some of the girls to some of the wrestlers or the managers to work in certain certain uh territories. So this is nothing new. This has been around. You know, it's just coming to the surface because now you know everything is. Oh, you know, let's go back 50 years and uh, you grab my crotch and that all you, shit like that. So it's coming up, just like those those bodies in the river. The rivers are drying out. Gang members are running for cover. Are moving, changing their last name and legally uh, making changes. When why wouldn't you? Shit's about to hit the fan. Someone's gonna jail. For a long time. Someone's career and and years of living in that nice little ivory tower in Connecticut are almost it's just about done. You know? So it's like But it's you know it's sad, but I gotta say this. It's almost fitting. It's almost fitting the way things are ending because like I said, Vince wasn't as the nice guy here appeared on TV, you know, he wasn't this sweet little... You know, oh, he, he, so much, he cares so much about his people. You know, oh, this guy needs a day off. Oh, this guy doesn't want to do this stunt. Oh, that's okay. We don't have to force him to do that. You know, they say they didn't force Owen Hart. I know I'm going back and forth, but I'm pointing out the same... The, the subject here is Vince. You know, they say, uh, oh, we would never... Vince Russo... He, he, too, says, uh, if you didn't want to do anything, uh, well you, that was the end of that. All you had to do was say it. It's, it's funny when you talk like that after the fact. You know, the man is nothing but maybe a few fragments of bones and some ashes. He can't come, out of the, come back out of that uh, tomb and say to Vince, you know, Vince Russo, you're full of shit. You know, you know that it wasn't like that. That it was a lot of, if I said no, I didn't want to do it, with you would have been okay. Okay, it would have been squashed with you. But with Vince McMahon in the head office and everybody else in there, they would have had a problem. See, it's not just Vince Russo who was, in, who was doing the writing, but who was, who was in charge? Everybody else. Who was the head guy? Vince McMahon. Damn it, Owen. You don't want to do it? God damn it. I got to get my money's worth. You remember when he would like try to get draws to when he auditioned draws to to uh, to work for WWE? He's gonna puke! He's gonna puke! You remember that? Yeah, I know. He's, I know he was just trying to get him in the, in the moment, and all uh projectile vomiting and whatever, and you know to try to make it look good for the for the cameras because he's he's trying to get this young and up and coming. And, and the poor kid draws, I feel so bad for him. He goes, Hey mom, guess what? I'm gonna be puked. Can you imagine how sad, how depressed, and disappointed his mother must have been? Oh thank God. My my beautifully uh my healthy young baby, my young my son, who went to school and probably college and is well educated, you know, healthy, strong, young guy, well built, raised well with a good family has been hired by Vince McMahon in the WWE or WWF at the time. And he's gonna be called puke. Even that documentary, Vince, they just made you look like such a scumbag. You're a scumbag. And I imagine all these other billionaires friend of yours must have been like, wow, what a dick. This this kid just called his mom, told him we're gonna be working for the most successful company in the w, in the country. At the time, professionally, like like wrestling entertainment. And the poor kid, the fresh new talent right off the street, you know, uh, gifted talent, that is, is going to be known as puke. You know, the attitude era was uh, an amazing era because they tried everything, you know, with Jim Cornette and and the new, uh, uh, what do you call it, Uh, the new Midnight Express, all that. It was actually pretty good. I I enjoyed Bart Gunn wrestling with... um, with uh, Bob Holly, you know, that was cool, they look great as a team, maybe the name was wrong, why, why try to live off of something that they did a long time ago, they made that express, why do you have to have the new, made that? It's just leave it alone, it's like you have a McDonald's, and are going to create the, the new McDonald's, just create something new, you know, you know, so, but anyway, yeah, so, Vince, I feel bad for Vince, but uh, at the same time, I don't because I realize that everybody's favorite was actually everybody's monster. Everybody else is a monster who was doing God knows what and paying off cash, millions and millions of dollars, just to get away with whatever he wanted. His toys, gotta get his toys. Vince never grew up, he forgot to grow up. Sure, everybody makes mistakes, but come on, how many of them repeat it? He obviously did. He's he's gonna get a really horrible Bill Cosby send-off. He might not. He might have a lot of the money in the world and stuff. He might have stocks and bonds and all that stuff. But uh, even Bill Cosby (laughs) uh, almost. Saw so life behind, he would have died in behind but Matter of fact, with Bill Cosby, I don't even think it's, f- it's over yet It's far from over, Bill Cosby Paying all this money to victims and stuff And uh, thinking it's over when people are out there are still trying to Understand the magnitude of what just happened You know, how this is going to affect long term You can't sit and watch Fat Albert anymore Hey, hey, hey You can kiss that goodbye too Although, you know, it had nothing to do with what was going on back then, but if you really think about it, it was created with a mind of a person who's mentally ill. You know, only people that keep doing and doing and repeating what they're doing and then trying to pay it off or trying to somehow, you know, all that, that's, that's an illness. That, that's a sickness. Um, that's internal. You know. Everybody's situation is different. But still. Yeah. I just think it's messed up. You know, Vince, uh man, I used to I'll give you an example. I keep mentioning Greg Valentine Demolition and all these guys. I remember when it was like nineteen eighty nine. Was it nineteen ninety? No wait, it was ninety two. It was nineteen ninety two. I was living in North Bergen and i was i was uh i was working at this uh, uh pet place there was a pet place uh you can buy pet items and stuff right on uh, north bergen um by tonley avenue and right down right at the entrance of that little mall i used to walk in i used to work in was a uh, blimpy and a lot of wrestlers used to come over there. I used to tell them the manager, Tony. I forgot his last name. His name was Tony, though. Nice guy. I always go there for lunch or whatever. And he always tell me, oh, yo, next week, this guy's coming down with uh, Tony Garea And I forgot who else. Cool, I'll be there. Whatever. We take pictures. I try not to bother the wrestlers too much because the wrestlers would come for signing autographs, expecting to get paid, which they did. We always gave them some money, you know, because they didn't. And I'll never forget, you know, demolition, and uh, my last my last day working at that pet place. I went there for lunch, and uh, to my surprise, was demolition and uh, and uh, Greg Valentine, and I think Tony Garea was sitting there too. Um, and they had the beat up WWF World Tag Team belts, and they were in really bad shape. They looked chipped, the metal was scratched and uh, the leather was like peeling off it was like, it was just, re- it was in really bad shape so I was like uh, I was like uh, I was like, yo, what's, said, hey, what's going on guys blah blah blah, you know, I'm a big fan I like your, what happened what, where, I haven't seen you guys in weeks what's, where, you know, what's going on and he's like, oh you know, it's Vince I said, what do you mean Vince McMahon, you know he, uh, he let us off he let us go so then I was like, oh, that's crazy. I was like, yeah, but did you want it? Did you guys want it? He's like, yeah, you know, the contract negotiations just never worked out and blah, blah, blah. Again, I'm not, I'm no Ralph, What is it, Ralph Feinstein. I ain't no Ralph Feinstein or whatever by any means, or any stretch of the imagination, nor do I want to be. But uh, I said, what happened to your belts? When, what, are these the original belts? He goes, yeah. Well, who's got the uh, the new ones, the, the nicer belts, you know, because I know every time you go, it's like, a, you know, you have a, a backup belt in case the original either got lost or damaged. You know, he tell you know what they tell me? Oh, Vince. Vince had him. You know, I said, Vince has a good, <laughs> I think it was Greg Valentine that said, oh yeah, Vince has a good grip on everything. i really really trying to pry and, and go into too much questioning because in reality, I was a nobody. I was just a kid. You know, it's not my business to go into the, these these gentlemen's lives and trying to, treat them like, like I was the kind of reporter, you know, but I felt bad, I felt real bad, you know, I was like, damn, bro, these guys were, you know, resting in front of 92,000 fans, you know, 73,000 fans, or whatever, you know, at Wembley, at, at the Pontiac Silverdome, Silverdome, and then, it just seemed so wrong, you know, how you could just, Spit them out at the end. And just There they are. These guys used to wrestle at the... I don't, did they wrestle at the Wimbledon? I don't remember. My point is... They were WrestleMania, I believe. WrestleMania... WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 3, I think. Greg Valentine wrestled, wrestle, I think, wrestled at WrestleMania 3. And so did Demolition at WrestleMania 4, I believe. My point to you is that... This guy, Vince McMahon, when their career and they're done, you know, and he was done with them, he just throw... I I just didn't like the way Vince handled the wrestlers, you know. It's like Bret Hart said, you know, at the end of the day, they put a slug in your back and they throw you up the back. You're disposable. And uh, it just really bothered me how that was, you know. Um, I really didn't appreciate the way... uh, As from a fan standpoint, and from actually, you know what? Not so much from a fan standpoint, more from a human being standpoint. Vince was, oh, they say he was a shrewd businessman. I think Vince was just an asshole. You know, he was just a very mean, evil motherfucker, as uh, Jim Hellwig used to say. He's an evil motherfucker, you know, because he got what he wanted. it's almost like consumption, you know, you're eating something, you're done, you spit it, you, you spit the seed out, or you you dispose of the garbage. And these guys, you know, they, they did everything for this guy, you know. Yeah, they got paid for it still, but, you know, they helped build that empire, you know. And, uh, so I just feel bad. Now that most of them are dead, you know, like Johnny Lara, China, you know, um, Oh man, I could be here all day. You know? Ashley Mazzaro, you know something? If she was alive, she'd probably be coming out and saying, Vince McMahon grab my ass or force me to give him a blowjob. I guarantee you she would. Am I jumping the gun by saying that? Hell no. You know why? Because I'm sure she did. I'm sure she was a victim. I'm sure she was put in a really awkward position. And I'm sure she was paid. Hey, don't say nothing. He has fifty grand. Don't tell nobody, all right? You know, and he is. She was forced to sign. Uh, you know. You know a hush clause. You know. It's probably what happened. A lot of these wrestlers went to their graves with that secret. I don't think you asked me. What my personal opinion is, I don't think Vince, Vince, I can't even say his fucking name. Vince McMahon is gonna get away with murder this time. I don't think Vince McMahon's gonna get let off as easy as Bill Cosby did. I don't think so. You know, again, I, I, (laughs) I hate to quote the warrior, but, uh, karma is coming to collect, Vince. Karma's coming to collect. Yep. Oh, yeah, and uh, under Stephanie McMahon, Paul LaVache, Triple H, whatever you want to call him, I don't think it's going to get any better. That WWE is going downhill. It'll wind up like like WCW. It'll wind up like the old good old MTV as it started fading out, playing uh, Ridiculousness 24-7 right before it went off the air and it switched to something else. Because MTV doesn't play music anymore. They died. So will WWE in the entire catalog. Similar to the career of Chris Benoit. No one's going to want to talk about it because that's a dirty place to go. AEW. I don't know what to say about AEW. It's all right. TNA, I can't believe it's still here. You got to give credit. All you. All you. uh, Haters. Who hated TNA who, who always said Oh they're not going to go anywhere they're, They'll be gone in five years but They're still here It's 2022 and TNA is still around How does that work? It just does It just does Never say never And never assume Someone is done until they're done You know TNA is still around AEW is a new kid in town. Remember when they signed Sting? Oh, Sting! They signed Sting. I love Sting. Don't get me wrong, but Sting is limited to what he can do. Remember when they signed uh Paul White Big Show? Same thing. What is he? I don't like Paul White. He was a nasty motherfucker. I never got along with Paul White. <laughs> One time, I shook his hand, and the way he threw my hand out, like I was, like I was, just like fuck you, man. I, you know, I was like, I, whatever. I know some people have, they have a bad moment. You know, they're having a tough time. They're having a bad day. Okay, you're cool. All that comes and goes. They forget. And at the end of the day, is the fans that pay to see you. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the boss is not Vince McMahon or the WWE. Yes, technically it is because they have the banner who 's paying your ticket to see you that 's your boss who pays to see you and sign an autograph and all that shit that 's your boss because when it 's all said and done and you 're out there signing autographs hoping you get some some money and put in your pocket it 's the fans it 's not vince vince don 't he never cared about you <laughs> you know but anyway hopefully vince isn't uh, doesn 't commit suicide before he goes to uh, Before a grand jury, and it's indicted on all these charges from all these witnesses that are, or victims that are coming, they'll be coming up soon. Like I said, I'm just so sorry that, you know, girls like Ashley Mazzaro can't come back and say, look, you know this guy, because I'm sure there was some shit. You know? Not just Ashley Mazzaro, there's others. I think it's so fucking loud. But that's what I think. 30 minutes talking about a guy who's about to be indicted and on serious charges is not getting away with it. And chances are he'll probably commit suicide before he goes to court. Anyway, um, I don't really care much for AEW. That's to me is all, it's, it's just another Ted Turner. Another guy with whose daddy has money, you know? He's a lot like Vince though, if you think about it. His daddy had money. He gave it to him. Here, son, I'm about to die. Here, you take over. Same thing. So what if you paid for it? It's the same. There's no difference. It's, it's, it's all the same shit. You know, and uh, this guy, Tony Khan and his company, and his daddy, of course, is living off the interest of WWE. Everything Vince made, he's just signing for them right now. Here, I'll pay for you. How much? 80 grand? Yeah, 80... million, whatever. Okay, yeah, sign the dotted line. Great, you work for us now. Name one wrestler that AEW has made that is so successful to this day. Name one wrestler that is not WWE, TNA, ECW, whatever, anything. Name one wrestler that Tony Khan has made on his own. He doesn't have one. There's not one. And that's my opinion. You know? Well, just look at the roster. A lot of them are WWE guys. It's like, ex- let's fire employees, you know? Or let go. And that Rusev character, that was getting... That definitely was getting over. He was making his own thing in WWE. I don't know why they let him go. That was a mistake. Just because Vince didn't like him? You know? And now he's just... He's just... Floundering. Just He's just... He's floating in AEW. He's just sitting around. Just he's a floating device. Isn't that sad, folks? Wrestlers just going. I think that's why Cody Rose decided to say, "Fuck it, I'm out of here." That's all it was, man. That's all it was. It was over. But it is what it is, folks. So anyway. I think Russia's taking too much time with this whole uh, invasion with Ukraine. would be nice to see an end to that. Let's get it over with. Too many people dying. I know most Americans don't give a shit, but you know what's funny? It winds up in their backyard. All these Ukrainians living in the United States all of a sudden. Gee, I wonder why. Got nowhere to go. And do you see the hypocrisy of of all this? They have nowhere to go, so the United States opens the doors. You got people from Central America who have been, who are hard workers, who work hard, and they're closing the door on them. Does that make any sense to you? You think you're going to see Ukrainians washing dishes or picking up your garbage and stuff? No, they're not. They're expecting you to give them a nice little paycheck. Send me some government checks here Because we could use them That's what they're doing Just sit around and wait for that check So You know Billy Joel Armstrong getting Criticized for wanting to You know you know, Get rid of his uh, U.S. Res Citizenship And Ted You know what His name is Nugit, Right Ted Nugit. I like to call him Ted Nugget Fuck him I like to call him Ted Nugget he gets mad because this guy wants to wants to resi- wants to return wants to no longer wants to do anything to do with the United States. What is so wrong with that? That's what he feels. You know, let him be. That's what he wants. He's not happy with uh, the way things are going politically in the United States. I don't think anybody is. You know. That should not be his choice. Speaking of choices, most of you in the United States feel very happy about your guns and your gun laws. But every time I turn the news on, I see a lot of killings, more children dead, more innocent people shot because of some, some dude wanted to prove something politically or whatever. Until you all wipe the guns off the towns you live in, get rid of them, Until you all lose that right for a while Like the way they did in Canada The killings will continue Do I want it to continue? Hell the fuck no I don't But you're going to have to want it Want to change It's out of control And they say oh guns don't kill people People kill people But it takes stupid people to kill With those guns And that's it folks That's exactly how I feel about it You know I'm I'm like looking for some new uh, something new to listen to. I listen to Joe Rogan, it's good, you know, like that. He doesn't like Trump, okay. I like that he he says what he feels. I don't care who he likes or he doesn't like, but I like how he expresses himself. Uncensored, that's the way it should always be. That was my moniker a long time ago. Uncensored was somebody stole. The Chronicles, someone stole that too. That's okay. Like I said, I like that. I like that you took those titles Because you know what You're doing me a favor You're proving my point That I You know I'm a very uh, talented individual It takes brains To create something Organically At the end of the day If you're just biting off Of somebody else's You're no, no different Than Kanye West Oh I like your beats Well he grew up listening You know to, to, like, rap, hip-hop, reggae, all that stuff. You know? Sure. You were influenced. And by the way, Kevin, you're welcome. <laughs> all right, people. Until next time, this is Joseph Ventura saying, um, see ya. Would I want to be ya? I don't know. That depends. On you. Until next time, so Seven eight, eight Joseph Ventura will be back live. <laughs> Until next time. So long I think you have great damage stone. It's Friday.